Hello friends, and welcome to There's No People Like Show People, the podcast that connects and reconnects the theater community, inspires hope, and strives to help people not feel so alone. I am your host, Sarah Philobom. It's too darn hot. It's too darn hot. Welcome to summer here at There's No People Like Show People. (laughs) Uh, You know, one of life's greatest gifts is the ability to laugh at yourself. I'm so glad you're joining us today. If you haven't already, please check out our merchandise store at www.there'snopeoplelikeshowpeople.itemorder.com. There you will find all kinds of goodies. Each purchase supports honest storytelling and really helps us out. And if you like what you hear, don't be shy and reach out. Follow us on Instagram at There's No People Like Show People or give us a five-star rating and leave us a written review. We absolutely love hearing from you. Thank you so much for your continued support. Wherever you are in the world today, I hope you're having a fabulous day filled with much love and joy. Friends, I am not a morning person. I have never been a morning person, not a single day in my entire life. And yet somehow I have done lots of children's theater, lots of children's theater tours, which all require you to get up very early in the morning. I am also now a mom to a toddler, which also requires you to get up extremely early in the morning. And I think that it's just the universe's way of laughing at me, being like, ha ha ha, Sarah, mwa ha 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 We know you don't like 6 a.m. And yet every morning you need to, you know, greet the sun and, and greet the creature and greet the children. And so I usually show up with like dark, dark sunglasses on. And I've, I've always been to the local coffee shop. I've got my coffee in hand and I'm like, you know, I am here. Like I am physically, my body is here, but like mentally it's good. I, you know, I just need some time to warm up. Okay. Friends, I am so thrilled for our guest today. Um, he is just a very, very dear old friend. We met at the Round Barn Theater many, many moons ago. We did one of these lovely children's theater tours together And he is currently the casting and company manager at the National Theater for Children, which I know we're going to talk a lot about NTC today. They are one of my absolute theater companies that I have ever worked for. They they truly, they are a class act theater company. Welcome to the podcast, Evan Jackson. Good morning, Sarah. Happy morning. (laughs) It is so good to be here bright and early. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Definitely like morning Sarah, like very like vivid memories of like the big sunglasses and the big coffee and going to the school at 7.30 in the morning for sure. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Well, and Evan, like you are a morning person. I am. I absolutely am. Yeah. Like I'm sure like when we were on tour together, when we did our tour for NTC in Cincinnati, like I'm sure I was always like up and like creeping around the Airbnb in the hotel, like two hours beforehand. I always try to be so quiet, but I don't always know how how well I succeed, but yeah. And I think I would wake up like 
probably 30 minutes before we have to leave. <laughs> I, I would like, well, cause I just, I am a night person. I've always yeah. been like, even when I was a little kid and I, I think the world like forces people to be morning people. Mm-hmm. It's like the rest of the world works on on this schedule that caters to people who are morning people and but and the night people we don't like it. <laughs> it's really hard. It's like really hard for us because I, I get my best work done like afternoon and and evenings in the morning. I'm like a zombie in the morning. I really am. And I'm like the opposite. Like I'm like cool. Like what if I could get up at like five and get three hours of work before anyone else wakes up. And then like, I can just go about my day and know that I've already done everything. So yeah. And then I'm in a theater job. So what do, what do I know? We're the only job that's a nighttime job. So what do I know? Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> you are in Minneapolis right now. Yes. I am. Yeah. I've been up here for almost five years now. Yeah. That's a long time. That's wild. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Cause I'm trying to, I think our, the tour that we did together was in 20. 16 yeah winter 2016 yeah yeah I'm pretty sure um and we were mostly like around in and around the Ohio area yeah I think we were that Cincinnati Duke tour so it was mostly like Cincinnati and like Kentucky and then like a little bit north of Cincinnati I think I think Dayton a little bit of Dayton okay yeah maybe yeah yeah closer that way too yeah Yeah, it's we were just trying to figure out how many um of these tours that we've done I've done seven so I've done seven (laughs) national theater for children tours how many tours have you done Evan I think I've done like nine like full tours but like if you count like every show I've done for NTC I think I'm at 17 now I just I just did a three-week tour this this spring I just got to go do one uh with my friend Susan Least yes yes we love Susan Least another Shenandoah alum oh yes the the, (laughs) oh Shenandoah the good old Shenandoah days which now feels like just like a whole other lifetime ago so much life has happened from since the day that I graduated with my musical theater degree (laughs) but yeah her her and I did a tour. That's the fourth one that we've done together, I think. And then, um, yeah, done done some other tours here and there with some like local folks up here recently. Like since I've been up here, just some shorter ones and mm-hmm. one or two longer ones. And then um, the one you and I did was uh, second or third to last one I did before I came up here full time. Yeah. That's right. It's crazy. It's crazy to, to take a little trip down memory lane. Yeah. <laughs> well, and speaking of which, so would you tell our listeners, where are you from and how did you first get into theater? Sure. I'm from Lafayette, Indiana. So where Purdue University is about halfway-ish between Indianapolis and Chicago. And um, I first got into theater. I think the first show I ever did was called the Grammy Awards when I was in like elementary school. And so it was like a fairy tale, like review show. And I was the big bad wolf. And I think we had two shows that we did. And the first one, my wolf costume was a turned inside out gray sweatsuit. So it looked a little furry. And then someone came to that show and they're like, I have a full wolf costume. Would you like to wear it for the second show? So I had a full wolf costume for the second show. So I think that was like the first like show that I ever did. But then like once I got into... High school, I went to a very small high school. I think I graduated with like 55 people. So very small high school. And we 
were doing, they were doing South Pacific when I was in eighth grade. So I was um, a CB in South Pacific when I was a little eighth grader. And then I did shows in high school or shows all throughout high school, both the uh, musicals and the plays. Um, hide me in the back in the musicals, you know, and then just uh, uh, went to college and went to study like communications at Purdue. I wanted to get into like broadcasting stuff. I didn't think that I would like continue doing theater at that point, honestly. So I was like studying and I wanted to do like either radio or TV broadcasting or something like that. And then my first semester at Purdue, um, I took, I was doing a theater minor though, cause that's what I had done through high school. I was like, oh, that'll be fun. Take like four or five theater classes, like keep doing that. And then the big lecture theater class that they have at Purdue is called theater appreciation. So it's like a big lecture hall and you just kind of like learn about theater and it's like the gen ed like theater class. But as part of that class, the shows that the university produces, like the actors from those shows, like come to the class and do a talk back with the class and talk about it and the designers and everyone too. So one of the first shows I saw at Purdue was, oh, what show was it? I can't remember what show it was anyway, but uh, my friend, Nick Papamialakis was in it and he, who became my friend and we, I went and talked to him afterwards cause he said he was double majoring in theater and communications. And I was like, oh, how hard is that? He's like, ah, oh, it's real easy. Like you, you could do it. And I'm like, okay, I will do it. So then I like started like doing a theater major and he like dropped the communications major like the next semester. So I was like, oh, okay, how easy is it, Nick? Like, what are we doing? Like I thought, <laughs> and he's like, I just didn't want to do it. Um, so then, yeah, I did that through, through college and got to do a couple shows at Purdue, like my junior and senior year. And then was on the road doing the regional theater grind for seven years, give or take six or seven years. Yeah. And then now I'm up here, still part of the grind, but on the other side of the table. Yes. I, I also did that regional theater grind for a, a solid decade. Yeah. It, it was like 10 year. And let me tell you friends, it is a grind. Like, it, it's a lot. When I tell people that I've lived with over 300 people all across the country in cast housing, cabins in mountains, farmhouses <laughs> on Amish farms, hotel rooms, tour buses, like you name it. I've pretty much been there doing a show um, for all ages. And they're like, what? It's, it's kind of like, I don't know, you have to explain it. Like you kind of join the circus for a while and then yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was fun. Like it was super fun and like so many great memories and so much like I, I loved all of the travel opportunities. Like I love traveling. I love seeing the country. Um, whenever we would roll up into a new town, I'd well, obviously I'd be like, where's the local coffee shop? <laughs> that that's the number one priority because you know, we gotta get we gotta get Sarah through the morning. <laughs> need need mama needs her coffee. <laughs> Truly. But um, yeah, so like, what what do you think are some things that you have really struggled with when it comes to this career? I think it is a lot of that, just like the moving around, I think was very hard for me, especially like yeah. towards the end of when I was doing it full time, like when I was like getting into my late 20s and it's still just kind of like bouncing around all the time. And like, you're never anywhere for more than like a couple months at a time, really. And just kind of seeing your friends every once in a while and living out of a suitcase or a couple of like big duffel bags or like uh, big boxes and stuff like that. And just like, you kind of live with what you can fit in your car. And I, that kind of like 
wore on me after a while. There was like a year in the middle of like, or like six to nine months in the middle of doing that full time that I like had to take a break and like um, got a job just like working in an office for a while and then uh, ended up uh, back on the road for NTC down in Florida after that. So <laughs> yeah, I think that would be the hardest thing is just kind of like the constant moving and just kind of like not having like a set place to call your own, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, and now you do. And now I do. I've got uh, a little house up here in, in Minneapolis. And yeah, I've been up here for almost five years now, like I said. And yeah, it's it's been good to put some roots down for a little bit. Yeah. Like, do you think, was that transition difficult for you sort of from going, like living the the traveling life to, or, or are you like, oh, thank God. Are you like happy to be in one place now? No, it was definitely like difficult because yeah, you I still get that like itch every so often. And I think it's like, good for NTC and like good for me to like still get out on the road every once in a while, like as like the company manager and stuff. So I'm just kind of like trying to get out there like every year or so for like a short tour, just to like know what it's like at schools because schools are definitely different. Like now, like now, especially like as like the things are reopening, like during the pandemic and after the pandemic and stuff like that. And just like, schools are different now than they were in 2014 when I started touring and like definitely like in like different now than in like the late 90s when some of the other guys in the office were like last touring like full-time you know so um I think it's nice to like be able to get out there and like give fresh advice to people who are like out on the road and kind of like Mm -hmm. have that first-hand experience so um that's been something that I've like tried to do at NTC is still like find two or three weeks a year, like find a short tour to like go out on still and like get that firsthand experience so that I know I'm telling the truth to actors when I'm giving them tips and pointers and they're not like outdated uh, pieces of advice (laughs) that might not be as helpful as we think they are. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, you know, over my seven tours with, with NTC, I've learned a lot a lot. And when I say that the National Theater for Children is a class act company, they really are. They, they, they're, they're like, they're a company with just really, really good people who work for them. And they really care about their staff and their actors. And like, they want you to have a good time. They want, there's so much support available. Um, and just like really, really good humans and i i can't say that of every theater company like some, you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like sometimes yeah. sometimes especially like when when people are in positions of leadership or management and and some of the the choices that they make can sometimes be a little bit questionable but like with ntc no like they always have your best interest at heart yeah and that's the thing i always loved when i was like touring and that i like try to like still like instill and like focus on and that I know that like Nate and John and like other folks in the office do too is that just like the actors are first like Nate Nate uh, Nate Metcalf who's our technical director who's been touring with NTC since like 96 and works in the office full-time and has for years now um, he always says if it's if it has to be harder on someone else I'd rather it be like harder on me than on the actors yep. so like just kind of like taking that brunt and like making it is easy as it can be for the actors out on the roads because it's like hard, especially if it's like your first tour and you're like 22 years old and you're fresh out of college, or even if you're not, even if you've done three or four years of like regional theater, like it's a whole different beast to like tour and like 
pack yourself up every night and go to two schools a day and be booking your own housing and like doing so much more than you like generally have to do if you're just if you're just if your only responsibility is to be an actor in a show you right. know yeah well and actually that's sort of so my I'm like trying to like go back to a long time ago my my first children's theater tour was with the National Theater for Children and I was I think I was a year out of college so I would have been yeah I would have been 23 so like I was still very young and um like super fun experience, but yeah, like a typical day is you usually go to two schools a day. So you have like your morning school, then you have lunch, then you have your afternoon school. So you're going to approximately 10 schools a week. Yeah. You, you do anywhere from two to six shows a day and the shows are short. And like, I like the NTC formula for children's theater because I think that they know what works for young children. Yeah. I, I like, you know, they, they don't have a long attention span. So like <laughs> you, you need a, about a 22 to a 25 minute show. <laughs> That's what I always say too. I always yeah. tell, tell Nate when he's like putting more jokes and I'm like, you know, like a TV show is like 22 minutes. Like if you take the commercials out and like yeah. YouTube videos are like 15 minutes now, like, I don't know, man, let's just, uh, let's keep it moving. <laughs> Cause yeah. like, yeah, I, I tend to like air towards like trying to get like a 22 to 25 minute show. And then yep. like, I know that like, uh, we tell them it'll be 30 minutes, like when schools book and stuff. And some people like just try to get it closer to that, but it's just kind of like, I, I don't think, I think a 22 minute show is just like blah, ideal. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. It's like the, the perfect amount of time and the kids, they just, they love it. They love it. So they're so excited. First of all, they get to get out of class for half an hour. They get to go see a show. They get to learn. And I'm pretty sure what is NTC's tagline? It's like teach, entertain, inspire. Did I get it mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. teach, entertain, inspire. And also they had these, so we would always have these really great meetings and they would talk about what is that four word phrase that they're always saying? It's like something solve problems. Oh, be flexible, solve problems. Yes, yes, like, <laughs> yeah, be, yeah, guys. Okay, this is like, if this is your little golden nugget of advice for today and every day of, this literally applies to every single situation that you will ever be in, in, in life whether it's good or bad, but it's be flexible, solve problems. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, it's, and it's something that like, I will say like tongue in cheek, but is very much like ingrained in me as well. So it's kind of like, uh, very true, but also just like, we hear it so much sometimes that it's like, okay, yeah. But like, I think we all like very much like focus on it at the same time, you know? Yeah. So, okay, would you, would you tell us, like, what does the casting and company manager do on a day-to-day basis? Sure. Yeah. So, like, the main, the main job is to, like, cast our season. So, like, as we, like, transition back to fully on the road and um, doing fewer live streams for fall 2022 this year, um, just kind of, like, getting all those spots filled. So, like, in in the before times and going forward, it's uh, a lot of like what you and I did, Sarah, for uh, the, that hustle for the all those years on the regional theater grind. So, but on like the other side of the theater. So going to UPTA and going to SETC and going to like KCACTF auditions and other local auditions and stuff like that. And then just doing doing casting from all of those. And then also maintaining relationships with um, former actors and current actors and keeping in touch with all those people to see who's interested in 
a new tour or who like would be a good fit for who and all that kind of stuff. And then once the we're in rehearsals and people are on the road and stuff, just um, serving as that point of contact for a lot of the actors and directing some shows and then running some of those meetings you were talking about earlier as well. Yes, yes. Be flexible, solve problems. Yeah, telling people to be flexible and teaching them about their money and helping them set up their first credit card in some situations when it's the company credit card and they've never had one before and just all kinds of fun stuff that happens sometimes. And yeah, just kind of being that person who is the first point of contact for all of the actors and um, hiring a company of 75 to 100 people for like a full touring season, a full touring year. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. So yeah, we're a, a little less like, I think for this fall coming back for the first time than like 2018, 2019, whatever. But uh, yeah, pretty much back to a full season. I think um, I think we've got probably about 25 tours scheduled for the fall. So yeah. That's great. I know. Well, it's exciting. Yeah, that's really exciting because it feels like it's things are very slowly starting to go back to well I, I i struggle with saying the word normal yeah because i feel like it like kind of but but this is the we're living in the new normal now right yeah things are reopening and whatever that means for going forward you know yeah i don't even know yeah. it, 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 it changes every day like yeah exactly yeah it's crazy um but yeah so yeah that's that's been exciting too because in Last fall, we did three tours, I think, and they were just all pretty much up here. We did one in Minnesota and one in Iowa and one in North Dakota or something like that. And then this winter spring, we had um, one go down to Florida. And then uh, I did one in Wisconsin with uh, Susan and um, we had one in Iowa again. So just three more this, this like winter spring season. And yeah, so then hopefully for fall, if things stay as they are or improve, um, then we should have a bunch of folks on the road, some familiar faces and a lot of new faces, which is cool too, because a lot of the folks I've still like been going to auditions and doing a lot of Zoom auditions and stuff over the last couple of years. So um, have some folks coming in that I met like two years ago over Zoom in an audition that I've never met in person who are gonna come up and tour at some point. So it's it's cool. like for things to like be transitioning back to uh, in-person theater is great. Yeah, yeah. Like how how do you personally want to see the theater world change after all of this? Yeah, um, I think it's just kind of a, a, a good like, and I think a lot of people are getting better about this is just kind of valuing yourself more, I think is like something good that like comes out of this because it's, um, a lot of people focusing on their own safety more like in like, especially like back in the fall when I was like looking for folks to do a few tours, some people just like weren't comfortable doing tours and like we're yeah. like, for good reason, like for, for like if you are not comfortable, don't do it. Like I would rather know that, I always tell people I'd rather know that now eight weeks before the tour starts then you get into rehearsal and tell me the day before you're supposed to go on the tour that you're not comfortable with it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I think just kind of like that, like coming out of this, this, uh, COVID situation, just kind of like people valuing themselves more and looking after themselves more. I always tell folks like, 
you have to look after yourself. Like no one else is going to like look after you, like in this, in this like business, like you need to take care of yourself. So I think like people are hopefully like getting better at that and kind of like realizing that like their health comes first and like their like uh, mental health also comes first and just kind of taking care of themselves as they're like booking work and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and honesty is always the best policy. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's just, and that's another thing. Like, I think like over the last few years, I think people have like people, people as a whole have gotten better about just kind of like being more honest with themselves and like with me, like when we're talking about stuff like that as well. So it's just kind of, it's really cool to see like, and to hear people be like, Oh, I don't know if I'm like comfortable doing that. I'm like, yes. Like, please tell me that like now, like, tell me that like, as we're talking about stuff and we can like make those tweaks and make those adjustments. Like it's so much easier to make those like eight weeks out, 10 weeks out, like whatever, three months out than it is to like try to like fix and change things. Like while we're also like running a full rehearsal and running meetings and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So true. Um, Evan Jackson, how do you define success this is the million dollar question a million dollar question for a million dollars yeah so um, it'll be a good answer <laughs> when so i think it's like changed over the years which is which is interesting um and i think it's like always changing for me which is kind of cool too but like definitely like when i was like working theater all the time like as an actor what i really defined as success was just that like that was my full-time job like when I was like doing shows full time, like at different places for those like seven years. Like I took a ton of pride in just like booking as much work as I could and just kind of like having that be like my primary like source of income. And to me, like that felt like so good. And I felt like, even though like, as we all know, it's like not a ton of money to be like doing that. Like it like felt good. I'm like, I am like a professional actor. Like this is like what I do and like this is like how I like support myself and it like felt really good and like I felt like successful doing that and I think like um now I still kind of feel that way just like it's a different a different sense of it because I'm not like having to like hustle as hard like anymore and like I'm not like on the grind of like cool like I've got this for six weeks and then um I've got two weeks off and I've got this other thing for 15 weeks this summer, but then like, what am I going to do this fall? Okay. Let me start like looking at stuff for the fall. Cool. Then I've got my thing for the fall and then everything's going to be closed for two weeks for Christmas and new year's, but then maybe I can jump on a winter in TC. Yeah. You know, Yep. Yeah. <laughs> just the eternal like hustle of piecing stuff together. So like, I did enjoy that. Like I enjoy like the, like <laughs> the like puzzle aspect of like <laughs> fitting all that stuff together. Like that was always like kind of fun to me, but, um, yeah, now I think like more like what I define as like success is just kind of like and something I've like been like focusing on recently and like learning a lot about myself over the last like year is just kind of like trying to like make time for myself and like make sure that like I'm taking care of myself and just kind of making making time and space for myself is just like a huge mm-hmm. thing that I'm like super bad at, you know, <laughs> just like. Yes always like wanting to like help others and like spending a lot of like emotional currency doing that and like yeah 
sometimes to my own detriment and just kind of like finding time and finding space for myself is like really cool. <laughs> it's hard. You, you really, you have to prioritize self-care and however that looks for you. And I, I think you have to prioritize it like every single day, yeah. e- even if it's just, you know, maybe you have a really, really busy day and you're like, I don't have time for me today. I don't, but like, even if you can just find somewhere in your busy schedule, like a little pocket of, t- you know, 10 minutes here, 15 mm-hmm. minutes there to just like, I don't know, take a deep breath, like maybe like lay down for five minutes. But yes, I know this all too well because I get really overwhelmed and I get really stressed out because I'm, I am a person who feels like I need to be everywhere doing all of the things at, mm-hmm. at, at all of the, at, at the same time. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Sarah, like what, you know? And, and I think the biggest thing that I am really struggling with is balancing motherhood with my career because yeah. I love both. I want to do both. I don't see any reason why I can't do both, but sometimes, but like sometimes logistically I cannot do both. Like, you know, yeah. you have to, you have to pick and choose. And so, yeah, most days it's like, I'm up, I'm, I'm with my child and then I'm, I'm running a dance. I'm, I'm teaching dance classes. And then sometimes um, every once in a while, I'm like somewhere in the country directing and or choreographing a show. Um, I really miss performing. I haven't performed in a show. It's been like two and a half years now. And so like, that's been really hard for me. Um, but like most days, the only time I have like to myself is at night when Sophie goes to bed. So I only have from like 9.30 till like 11, 11.30 of time. And like that time feels like a mad scramble. Cause I'm like, ah, oh my God, I gotta do laundry. I gotta do dishes. I gotta record the podcast. I gotta, you know, like I gotta respond to emails. Like I gotta like, I gotta check social media. Like I, like I only have this hour and I've got to take a shower. Like, ha, <laughs> like, ah, hurry up. Ah, <laughs> do it faster now. You know, yeah. So that's like, but um, I just like, and, and usually that's, I either record this podcast either really early in the morning or really late at night. So. Yeah. The little pockets of time for yourself. You got to find them. You got to, yeah. you, you got to carve those little moments out or you will go insane. Yeah. You will go crazy. So what, what else? Oh, okay. So let's, I always talk about I ask people, do you have like a favorite theater memory or story? But I think for you specifically, I think our listeners would love to hear some good tour stories. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's there's a lot of like fun ones like over the years. Um, one that always like I always think of and that makes me like chuckle like a couple of them. One is that like I remember doing a show one time and it was it was a NTC show. It was a elementary school show. And this kid like came up to me afterwards and he was like very sincere and was like, you did, you did a really good job. And he like went to shake my hand and like had a dollar tucked in his hand and like tried to like slip me a dollar as a tip for doing a good job. Like obviously something he'd like seen his like mom or dad do like at a restaurant to like get a good table or like to a valet or something like that. And I was like, oh, uh, no, thanks, man. Like you keep it like, but thank you so much. Like that one always like cracks me up and um another one I always love that's happened a few times is just um when you are like in a school and it's like a school that doesn't get a ton of theater because um the cool thing about NTC is that the model that the shows operate on is that 
the shows are all free to the schools. Mm -hmm. um, the shows are for people that don't know, they are uh, educational comedies so that they teach like an important societal issue. So a lot of them we do are like energy conservation shows or financial literacy shows or electrical safety or water conservation or emergency preparedness, stuff like that. And they are sponsored by either a utility or a city or a bank or something like that. Yeah. And so they pay for all the, the shows to be performed. And then that way there's no expense to the individual schools when we're touring and we're going into the schools, which is really cool. Um, so with that though, like you get to go to some schools that like normally can't bring in theater. So like schools yeah. that like can't afford to bring in other touring shows or can't afford to like bust their kids down to like the local civic center or whatever to see like a touring production or whatever that might come through that um, I was lucky enough to get to do like when I was a kid sometimes. Um, so like with that though, like you'll go to schools, either they're like in the middle of nowhere, they're like very rural schools where like people don't tour to, or they're like um, just like schools that are underfunded. Like a lot of schools are where they just like can't afford to like bring stuff in normally. So they'll like, be a little rambunctious like throughout the whole show they'll be like talking back to you the whole show like very like very interactive um which is like cool which is a lot of fun um uh when you're doing the show and then but like sometimes it can be like distracting for like new actors they're like oh i don't think they're enjoying it like they're very like fidgety they're very distracted all that stuff mm -hmm. but then like afterwards they just like come up and i've had this happen like a couple times they'll just like run up to you and they're like eyes are as big as saucers and they're like looking at you real sweet and they're like we really like that movie you just did and it's just like <laughs> the sweetest thing because like they they love the show but they just like don't have a word for theater yet like they've never seen theater like it's so cool that I've like gotten the chance to be like hundreds thousands of kids like first exposure to theater which is like so cool and just to like be able to be that for them and it's like something that like you know like a couple of them will like latch on to and it'll be like an important part of their life and they'll like tell someone in like 20 years when they're like performing they're like the first show i ever saw was uh this like superhero show that came to my school and like yeah and it'll be like have been me and like we have that happen like with our ntc actors sometimes so it's just like cool that like they're like oh i saw an ntc show when i was growing up and we like dig through the dusty old archives and it's like oh, that was Pat or that was Nate that was on that tour. And like, Pat's the like president of our company now. And he was like the touring actor on like the show that one of our actors saw when they were six years old, which is so cool. Aww. And yeah, it's just really, it's just really cool to be able to be that experience for those. And like, yeah, even when the audiences are like a little ruckus or like a little loud and fidgety, like they just like don't know how they're like supposed to behave for theater. Like, and it doesn't matter. Like it's such like, a cool experience once you like realize that like oh they're just enjoying it and they're just like interacting with you like they would with like a tv show that they're watching you know mm -hmm. yeah i have also been a part of i've also had that experience a lot where you are performing and a lot of these kids it's the very first show that they have ever seen ever in 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 their whole life and so it's like their first live theatrical performance that they are experiencing and it's really cool to watch that um with little kids because it's just you watch their eyes light up and they're just so 
entertained and excited and inspired and a lot of them they want to come and talk to you after the show and they say like like how can I like can I do this like how mm-hmm. how can I do a show like I want to be a part of the theater and it's just it's really cool to to watch that sort of all, over and over again all over the country yeah. um I I think one one time um because I usually play I, I think I, this was a Nikki I was Nikki Neutron on one of these tours and there's always the bad guy who comes out you know the villain and you're fighting back and forth between the superhero and the villain and I think this was Dr. Maybe at the time was was <laughs> yeah. the villain and this one little boy was sitting in the front row I think he was probably like four five four or five like really little four or five years old and he's just it and he just kind of like crawls over to me like real slowly and sits right by my foot and when we're you know the villain it's like I'll get you and Nikki you know what I mean and I'm like no Dr. And, and he, <laughs> he, he whispers to me he goes don't be scared <laughs> and it was like the most precious it was like so cute mm-hmm. and so sweet yeah yeah and it was so cool to like get to go back out this spring like like you like I hadn't performed in two and a half years, like three years, like for like a live audience, you know? Yeah. And it was so cool to like that first show back, like in a school, just like that first like reaction, like a hundred kids, like 150 kids, like laughing at once. I'm like, oh, like that feels so good. Like that is like, cause we've been doing a bunch of like live stream stuff during the pandemic. So we've been doing like pre-recorded videos and then like a live host and a live technician and doing like answering questions and interacting some still, but like, it's like via like text chat and stuff as opposed to like in person, like face to face. And just like that interaction of just like being in a room with like the audience was just like, so like awesome, like so overwhelming. I was just like, oh, like that feels like so good, like to to be on stage on the gym floor again with uh, <laughs> with uh, all those kids in a live audience again. Yeah. Like, why, why do you think that you have been doing this as long as you have been? Why, why have you dedicated your life to the theater? What's your why? What's my why? Oh, I know it's a deep one. I used to tell people, and I think it was just to avoid answering the deep one was just that by the time I graduated college, I didn't know how to do anything else. So this is just what I did. Um, Yep. Which was partially true, but um, I don't know. I think it is that it's getting, it's that getting to like interact with people like on the level that we do as performers and also like getting to make that difference and being able to do it like all across the country. Like I think at this point in my life, I think I've performed in probably 25, 30 different States and just kind of like getting to perform in front of like children like all up and down the East Coast and all through the Midwest and in like Colorado and Nevada and like all that stuff is just like so cool to like be able to like see the country while like doing work that I believe in you know Mm -hmm. so kind of like getting to like spread this message and also like doing what I love like getting to like do like fun shows like perform comedy like in front of like school audiences and see this country and stuff has just been like so so much fun to me and like something that like I always wanted to do like when when we first worked at um, Amish Acres together like I like super wanted to work at NTC like I was like oh man it's so cool that like Sarah and 
Rory and Shelby and Emily like get to like tour for NTC and stuff and like do those shows like I would love to do that and um I think it was my third year there my my third year I think that was like my last like year I was really there actually um that like I went to fall SETC um like right before I went uh, on my contract to Amish Acres and like met Pat and like Pat was the one there like conducting auditions and like got to chat with him and then like um got to tour that next winter with uh Shelby Tyler Nichols I have also toured with Shelby Tyler Nichols <laughs> so that was cool that was my first tour uh Shelby and I did um partially the same tour that you and I did and then we were down in uh Piedmont Triad in North Carolina for a few weeks down in Winston-Salem and Greensboro and High Point down that area yep. um, as well. So yeah, that was a great experience. Like Shelby was really good to tour with and like a very like tranquilo person, like very, very chill person to be on the road with. So it was, it was a good one. And yeah, I've been very blessed like over my NTC tours to have had like great tour partners all the time too, which is, is very, very nice and makes the job a lot easier too. Yes, all of my tour partners have been pretty chill and it's like, you know what kind of person you are like when you're on tour and almost all of my tour partners, they're like, you know what, I just want to go back to the hotel <laughs> or like back to the Airbnb. I just want to like chill, maybe like watch some movies, you know, like, and, and I'm always like, because I'm not a homebody at all. Yeah. Like, I, I like to be out and about and like doing and like it's hard for me to stay at home and I'm like okay like where's the mall like I'm gonna be going to the mall like you know like what what's what like weird attraction is like <laughs> or, like do we have to go see you know the world's largest ball of yarn or you know what I mean like well, what's yeah. around that we have to go see like while we're only here for a week or whatever so yeah yeah I remember that like when we were a tour you'd be like, do you want, do you need the car? Like, I'm going to go do some stuff. I'm like, no, I'm fine here. And you'd like, just like go and like do your thing, which I think like worked well for us. Like I don't yeah. know, from, from my point of view. Um, yeah. It was just well, kind yeah. of like, we like live together and work together. But like, I think like you don't always like need to do everything together when you're on tour. Like, I think it's very nice to like mm -hmm. take some separate time. And like, yep. especially if one person's like, a homebody like me and like someone who likes to like be out and like doing stuff more like you like um I think it's like perfectly fine for them to like have separate experiences on tour like I don't know I don't think you need like some people I feel like think they need to like spend every second with their tour partner and involve them in every little thing they do and I think it just like opens some like possibilities for like hurt feelings and like some like just like overexposure that like you probably maybe don't need with someone you just met three weeks ago yeah it, <laughs> it, it starts to be like a little bit too much if, if you do if you spend every waking moment together and you're doing everything together it starts to just be a little bit too much you know like yeah. you you need your alone time you need yeah. your to you know do whatever you need to do and you have your together time because again like you're in the car together you're doing the show together you're living together you're you, you have a lot of time together so right. yeah yeah, so you got to find that time to, again, to take time for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so if anyone is out there in the world listening to this right now, and they are curious as to how to find more information about the National Theater for Children, where where can they find that? I know they can follow on Instagram. 
They can. I run um, an Instagram account that is like um, focused on actors. So it's um, mm-hmm. it is NTC Tours on Instagram. Yeah, NT- I, yeah, NTC Tours. You can follow on Instagram. Um, well, and, and that that one's run by me. So if you send a message there, you can like chat with me. Um, and then um, that one more so than like the rest of like NTC social media is like actor centric. A lot of the other stuff is either like um, centered towards the companies we work with um, or like the schools we um, perform for. So like, yeah, that NTC Tours uh, Instagram is the best way to like keep up with the actor side of it. And my friend Bendy does a weekly NTC specific meme for our Instagram account, which is always pretty cute. And then I also try to... um, do a, like a friend Friday thing where I like f- focus on one of our alumni who's doing something um, either like in their life or like professionally in the theater world uh, usually. And then like Wednesdays I post to like keep you up to date with what's going on at NTC. So yeah. Yeah. Well, and then there's also NTC has a website. We do. Uh, see, I always get these two mixed up because they're different, but very similar. NTCactors.com is the, the website for actors too. So oh, nice. I, you can you can go there and it'll tell you um, who's all like on the road. There's a tab that tells you like which actors are performing right now. Uh, we are like in our summer right now when we don't do shows. So I don't know. It might still be the folks from the spring on there right now. But also on there is like my email address if you want to reach out to me and like our audition form if you're interested mm-hmm. in auditioning for NTC and possibly touring. Yeah, that, that's actually what you took the words right out of my mouth because I was going to ask about um, audition information and how people can sort of, I'm sure you are accepting like virtual auditions now and yep. Yep, yep. Still doing a lot of uh, virtual auditions. Um, still making my way through lists from UPTA and SETC and stuff as I've like, mm-hmm. um, been looking for a few more people for our fall season still so yeah please uh reach out and submit always happy to to, to heal hear from any listeners from the podcast you know yeah like how cool would that be if you're like hey i listened to this really awesome podcast episode and um would love to submit my stuff to potentially tour in the future with you like what what your- what a great way, you know, like way to get in the door, friends. On your audition form, use promo code. There's no people like show people for a twenty percent <laughs> boost in uh, probability of getting cast. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> a boost. <laughs> oh, promo code. You know, we've never done any kind of promo code at all on this podcast before, but maybe. Um, oh, first one. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's the first <laughs> promo code, friends. Oh my goodness. Evan, thank you so much. Uh, It was so good to get to talk to you, sir. I know. I know. It's like just so wonderful to see your face and it's, we haven't seen each other in so long. I know. I was just thinking about the last time that we saw each other and it was when you directed at Myers and it was just like so good to like see you in person then. And I feel like we just like smiled and hugged each other for like five straight minutes. It was just like, great. It was really great. I know. I know. Yeah. That was, was that last year? Yeah, was I think that, it was last summer. Was yeah. that Hello Dolly? Or was uh, yeah. It, or was it Marvelous Wonderettes? I can't remember. I saw both. I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it was both. I don't. I, don't, <laughs> I, know, I know we we literally had like a five minute hug where everyone's yeah. like, okay, this is getting a little awkward. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> they're still hugging. Like, are they okay? okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like turning the lights off. They're like, well, it's time to go. Like. <laughs> 
Jeremy's like, get in your seat. And hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. You missed each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But yes, just thank you um, for being such an incredibly gracious and supportive friend. Yeah, you too. And yeah, just like, I don't know, just always when I was like doing the like regional theater grind, you were always just someone who was like very much like an inspiration too. just kind of like the like hustle and like, like dedication, and like hard work you always put in. I was just always like, oh, like Sarah is like the person, like Sarah's always like very like prepared and like professional and just like at auditions, you were always like crushing it. And like, you were always like very good in any show I saw you in. And like, it was so cool to like see you in NTC shows and rehearsals too. And then like get to do one with you. And it was just like, so glad you're in my life. Well, thank that means so much to me. Thank you so much. That's and um, I uh, okay, I'll give you a little like a little sneak peek here. I am getting ready to direct another show at the Myers <laughs> Dinner Theater this summer. So I'm cool. not gonna I'm not gonna say what it is, but okay, it's coming up. And so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe we will. Maybe the fates will align. <laughs> maybe I'll be home. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe. see you. Yeah, and, and maybe we will we will see each other. We will attend the theater together the theater. Once, once more. Yes, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And listeners, um, go, you know, check out the National Theater for Children, and we will see you back here next week. Mwah!